0: Welcome to the Spiritual Rebels and Misfits Roundtable.
1: Where we invite our fellow dreamers, thinkers, healers, lightworkers, world teachers, misfits, and rebels to join us every week at the Roundtable.
0: Where we explore everything from love, business, life, and even things others might think are strange, like UFOs or channeling.
1: And we have co created this space to deepen our own personal and spiritual journeys, and we'd love to have you add your questions, your wisdom thoughts, ideas alongside us here at The Roundtable.
0: And we're your host, Ashley Bradley, intuitive business coach and mom calling out healers and lightworkers of the world to play a bigger game and show up with their unique magic.
1: And this is my best friend, James Lester. He is also a speaker, a writer, a member of the recovery community, and a clear spiritual activist. hello everybody welcome back to the roundtable so this was a super fun episode and james and i have been obsessed with past lives for a while now i think that we shared our our love of past lives when we were driving to sedona together the first guest that we have on today heather carlucci she is actually a medical intuitive and a psychic medium And I've done several readings with her and she's actually pulled through a number of different past lives, even past lives that James and I have together. And so you'll hear that she really talks about the reason um, why past lives come up in her readings and the purpose for them. And I think what you'll really find interesting in this episode is that we talk about two different types of. Uh, Of ways really to access past life information, with Heather talking about more through a person doing a reading and somebody really telling you about your past lives. And then the other way, doing a past life regression, which our second guest will talk about, which is a completely different experience. And there'd be completely different reasons why you do it. So, our second guest, um, her name is Maitreyi Meliana. She is amazing. She's all about the divine feminine. And when you hear her talk, She is just like somebody that you can listen to for hours. She's awesome. Um, She really caught my eye because she was talking about um, in her website, liberating yourself from the patriarchy. (laughs) And we were like, yes, we're so about that here in this podcast. Um, So, she is actually a holistic psychotherapist. She started her career there. She does um, sound healing. She's a channel for Mother Mary. She's a divine feminine teacher. But she actually started her career in more of a um, traditional um, therapist type of role. And she talks about how things started to happen and how she started to um, really bring her her uh, clients like into this place of actually experiencing past lives themselves and having these healing experiences while they were doing it. So uh, really cool stuff today. I'm excited for you guys to really get a lot of information from both of these women and just be sure to check out the show notes for for all the info. Um, Yeah, enjoy it. And by the way, if you guys could please Please um, just give us a review. If you've been listening to our podcast, if you have been loving it, if you want to support us and help more people find us, just please give us a little uh, subscribe, give us a review, let us know what you think. We appreciate you. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome. You want to laugh. Just go ahead
0: and laugh. I'm, I'm trying to be more professional. Hello, everybody. Good evening.
1: I don't think we're going for professional.
0: Oh fuck! I can't win on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Uh,
1: so we are talking past lives tonight, or there's a fancy title that you, he creates the fancy titles, and I create the plain ones just where people will know what we're talking about. So it's about like many souls, many human experiences, or the souls, many human experiences, and we yeah, are super truth. excited. we're super excited we do have two different guests that are joining us tonight to talk about their separate um expertises and knowledge on the topic and then um yeah we just want to like chat with you guys about why this topic and what brought us to this topic and we even are bringing in Solange who usually stays backstage so that she could just share her past life regression experience um so do you want to tell them how we got excited about this, like somewhat together, I guess, or re-excited? I don't, what is that?
0: Re-excited? Oh. Is that a thing? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Ashley and I took a beautiful, I think that was like one of the most beautiful trips of my life experience so far. We took a trip, mm-hmm. uh, first I took to Sedona, um, and then we went back to see, uh, Abraham Hicks, when Abraham Hicks was around. This is what two years ago, actually. Yes. And we took yes. a trip and mm-hmm. we are driving up to Sedona. It was like the this crazy beautiful weather there. Like it was all rainy and crazy, and it was like all these like beautiful like clouds and colors, and I was like tripping the fuck out. And we were listening to Journey of Souls um on the audiobook. Ashley had mm-hmm. read that, was very inspired by the book. My ex-fiance had actually actually left that on my doorstep many years ago again everyone trying to introduce me to spirituality and not, you know me not being ready to hear it and we listened to it together and it was mind-blowing mind-blowing and journey of souls I know I, ha- I know Ashley wants to go over it. I have cliff notes in my lap it totally totally reinvented my concept of the whole one life concepts and it it started to make sense. It started to make sense for for a lot of deja vu I'd experienced. And I've experienced so much more deja vu and really understanding that like, perhaps, you know, I don't want to push it in case anyone else has other spiritual beliefs. I want to value other people's beliefs as well. But in my belief, we come here many, many times and this is a classroom and we're here and the book talks about like we agree or we choose certain uh, bodies or certain experiences to become, you know, and more intelligent, more knowing, more loving energy. And it just absolutely blew my mind. So how did you feel about that experience and that book in general?
1: Yeah, I think that book was one that sometimes you have to hear a book name a few times and then you're like, okay, like I'll read it already. Same with like, I feel like there's a similar book um that Solange will bring in that I she's the second one that uh said the name in a matter of a week so I'm like I guess I'm reading that book next but uh yeah I think that I always like had that um kind of knowing you know I feel like with a lot of spiritual um information it just lands as true and that that's what I always notice is that maybe I don't intellectually understand something but I hear it and I'm just like yes yes like my body knows that my being knows that that's true, but it's like, I can't explain it. Um, but of course, like I was just so curious to study it, to, to learn more. So I think it was so interesting, just the lives between lives part. So beyond the concept Mm. of like, yes, we're reincarnating. Um, and the piece that I like, I just randomly turned on the book and it was talking about like what happens before you go into another life experience. And, um, it's basically like, yeah, like you do have a lot of different, um, Paths right, and and it was talking about how we just get these intuitive nudges or have these kind of signs or signals, and and we study it. He they describe it, and the people that are going through all this, like um, I guess it's like a hypnosis in this book. He's a, like a doctor performing these past life regression hypnosis types things, um, and everyone's explaining pretty much the same kinds of things in different words, and these people don't know each other, and I just thought some of these things around like it talks about yeah it's so confusing on earth like what we're supposed to do when we meet people and sex just makes it so confusing and I just was like (laughs) 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 laughing uh and and um I think it's like just fascinating that it talks about that it's almost like we study these like signs or these little um things that are going to make us feel a certain way that are going to trigger something in us that changes our, our path or sort of nudges us into the kind of major events that we decided upon before we got here, you know, in terms of like, who's going to be our major relationships and uh, how we're appearing in, in that life. Cause that's sort of what you're saying, right. About the, the soul cluster that, we end up really reincarnating and playing out these roles in different people's lives, many different times, many different ways. And um, you and I have that knowing for a few reasons that we are always reoccurring characters in each other's life.
0: It's because you're obsessed with me and you won't leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I absolutely. On a, a, a for reals, you know, like, absolutely. I mean, but the, like, I like what you're saying about the, in between lives. And I, I feel that to my core, you know, about, you know, being released from body and it, it totally changed, you know, the whole understanding of past lives, reincarnation changed my, my relationship with death because I, I believe in that, you know, uh, me being in recovery, you know, death is a reoccurring topic almost, you know, monthly, if not weekly in my life. I mean, not necessarily like my like my best friends, but people I've known and loved, you know, unfortunately, yeah. sur- this disease and to make peace with that, to understand they are released, they're free flowing energy, they're back with their soul clusters, they're back with source slash God, they're, you know, roaming around and then they're going to choose to come back to earth and e- either really... In my belief, when it comes to addiction, relearn the lesson, learn to come to peace with it, or move on to another form to learn another lesson. It's brought a lot of peace to my life. Having a near-death experience myself, it makes so much sense. It took the fright out of it, and it took more of the wonderment in life. I have more of a wonderment of life with that understanding that I don't need Mm. to get it all done now, like uh, Abraham Hicks always talks about. You're never going to get it all done you know, I'm I'm meant to do this, this life experience divinely and fantastically, and I'll be back to do some more. And so like, I I love that in between life's aspect of the book and just the whole thought of reincarnation. So it it brings me a lot of peace, honestly. And I'm Mm. I'm so excited for the women that are going to be joining us and uh, Solange and her experience. I want to hear more about that. So I'm excited for today.
1: Yeah. I want to bring in Solange just to share like her few minutes of like her past life regression. Um, but yeah, I think it does bring me peace because and even had that reminder today that sometimes we're trying to control everything. And we're like, I have to figure out how to have this. And it was talking about how, um, no, like, you know, if you actually just follow your kind of inclinations and the things that you're pulled towards, like it's going to unfold. And if it unfolds some other way, then that's also, you know, there's going to be some lessons there as well. And um, I think it just kind of brings me back to, to knowing that. Solange, I'm going to pull you in right now, just so you're not surprised, so you're not caught off guard, okay? Is she going to be but...
0: topless over there? You need to take me like she's good, ready to go.
1: Solange, stop. Are
0: you Solange, ready, Solange?
1: Uh, I'm here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you guys make me tired
1: so hard. Okay, so Solange is usually <laughs> backstage, Solange. Um, she helps me in a lot of my lives. She works, um, with me in sort of like the background a lot. And so people usually don't see her sometimes they hear your voice on the other (laughs) eyes, but this is salon. She's amazing. And when we found out, uh, last week that she's had a past life regression experience and we're like, will you talk about it? Will you just share? So what, what was like significant or what were some like standout things that, you noticed
2: in your experience I'm so curious okay so I had two experiences two different ones one was because of a phobia that I was having oh. <laughs> I had a really bad phobia I still have it because I discovered in that life when I was doing the hypnosis that I was already scared of frogs and it was really really scary and I like cried a lot in this experience because you are like sleepy but like it's a weird like state you know you're Mm. like in a hypnosis you can move you can feel everything what's going on but at the same time you are like with your eyes closed and you feel everything and you you see everything like in a movie like from inside your body it's really weird but it's a really good experience and in that life that I went, um, it was like um, in a village and I was seeing my my mother dying in a in a house, in a burn house, like the house was burning so bad. And that day was already like was raining and it was full of frogs. And I was like seeing my house in that life, you know, um, burning to the ground and my mother was there. So the therapist told me that maybe it's that I was like trapped there. I was already fear of frogs Mm -hmm. and I couldn't like do anything for my mom, you know, and I, it was like full of frogs in between me and it was raining so bad. And it's something that I was already scared in that life because I was really scared of frogs in that time, in that life. But also I'm still like I still have this phobia. But the thing is that I could understand something at least. And they say yeah, something- Tell me understanding it or knowing it. Like what's what's important
1: or about that, or did it shift anything for you because you saw that?
2: Yeah, every time that I see a frog now, I think about that. <laughs> but um I think it's I don't know, maybe I have to do some more work on this because. Um, it's not only one experience you know it's not only that you can like do it maybe it's something more something deeper that even I don't know you know still so I should keep working on this but maybe I wasn't like I don't know I, I'm i still like a kind of scared or something to to go deeper maybe hmm. I, I feel like it wasn't the time I don't know but I I'm think it would have- only be
1: revealed if it was that's at least my understanding I'll be curious when we pull in Heather for a few minutes I think that we're only shown like what we're meant to hear at that specific time Mm -hmm. so yeah like I don't know that it would have been brought through or like remembered if you weren't supposed to know but that is curious and I think it's curious that you're like having that realization right now and it's actually coming back into your memory now so it makes me wonder like Hmm, maybe you should follow that knowledge. Maybe there is more. <laughs> Before we bring in Heather, James, is there anything else that you were curious about with, with Solange's experience?
0: Well, Solange, you have been interested and intrigued by reincarnation for quite some time. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you were sharing earlier that, like, since your teens, right? So, is there anything else that really brings us about that sense of like, because a frog, it sounds like, is like almost symbolism. Or, you know, witnessing your mom's passing is for anything else it's kind of deja vu-ish or like what is because I have many things where I'm like what the fuck am I tripping out of, on that about or like <laughs> I feel like I've lived this life before does that make sense where like I've been here before what's happening right now have you had any more yeah. of those moments that really just trip you out
2: no I haven't like feel something like I've been here before like something of deja vu yes but not with frogs um I have these experiences sometimes but not really often but also um, yes I was interested in this topic for so long and I've been researching a lot and um, the first book that I read is Many Lives, Many Masters by Brian Ways and it blew my mind because I was like 13 or 14 when I first Uh, read this book I read it twice actually I I think I'm gonna go for the third one (laughs) because it's good it's so good and um from the first time that I read it I was like okay I need to know more about this and I felt something as Ashley was saying like something in my body you know um so I've never felt these kind of things with, with frogs. It's just that I'm so fucking scared when I see one.
3: <laughs> I know.
2: <laughs> I totally know they are doing nothing to me because they are also scared of me, probably. <laughs> it's something that I can't control. I start sweating. I, I, sometimes I cry when I see one. Yeah. Yeah. So is
0: it only okay, I gotta I gotta ask this is it only like the actual physical frog or is it like imagery of frogs? Images as well. Images of frogs too.
2: Yes. Damn, girl,
0: you're out for frogs.
2: It's so bad. Yeah, my 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 hands are sweating right now. Thinking of frogs. Okay. You need (laughs) to we're gonna stop.
0: (laughs) Well before we let Solange go. Still, Can we talk about the little bit of information that Ashley told me to shush about? But I'm so excited for you. For those of you that, yeah. that have gotten those gotten to know Solange, go ahead. Go, ahead. go. you go. <laughs> <laughs> Solange is expecting baby. Right. When's your due date?
2: It's seventh of May.
0: Okay, Next that's you, beautiful. Course, so right? For you. <laughs> And I I, was trying
1: to out her pregnancy information, and I was trying to tell him that is not how it works. You don't just (laughs) go live, talk about someone's new pregnancy. But
0: um, (laughs) Solange said I could. So now what?
2: I think he's more excited than me.
0: <laughs> I have. I usually am more excited than the women in my life with their pregnancies.
2: <laughs> oh. well,
1: thanks for sharing that, Solange. We just wanted to give you guys, um, we found out we didn't even know that she had experienced a past life regression before. So we're like, just come on and, and talk about it. Will you tell everything? And will you announce your pregnancy? And she promised us we could do a gender reveal live, you guys. So we'll keep you posted. Um, on all of the updates for Solange's (laughs) pregnancy. I'm not going to burn
0: down (laughs) any forests with her gender reveal, though. We're going to keep it quiet, though, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. So
1: I I wanted to pull in Heather Carlucci. And so she's a medical intuitive. She is a psychic medium. She's actually done a number of different readings for me. She's amazing. And one of them, we actually did go into past lives. And so that's why I wanted to invite her, because... I think that she always has a really kind of interesting perspective, like I think a unique perspective, but it always just makes sense to me. So Heather, I'm going to pull you in now. And if you guys have questions, by the way, just start dropping them in the comments. We can pull in questions for Heather. Hi.
3: Hi. Hi, James. Nice to meet you. It's always good to see you, Ashley. You too. So will you tell people how
1: the past lives fit into – the work that you do? Because I want it to come from you. You're gonna explain it better than I will. (laughs)
3: Um, Well, when I read, um, a lot of things come up in general, just to give an overall, right? So of the eight Claire senses, I have all eight. So things Mm -hmm. do come in at quite a clip during a reading. And then of course, I'm a medical intuitive. Um, But I would say past lives when I'm reading come in As you know, when I read, everything sort of is linked to each other, right? It's all about the connectivity. And I find that as I'm reading someone, I will very specifically hear and see this is why. And the why is the past life experience Mm -hmm. or one of many past lives because we all have you know, upward, it could be a thousand past lives, because we have to remember that lives very often last a minute, or a week, or 90 years. and We don't know, you know, we don't know what those experiences always are. So that so for me, it's always when I'm in it, and I'm given an opportunity to sort of say, well, now that we've been talking about why this is going on in your life, or why I see it or why I told you about something you already knew, right? To be true, which is a good part of a psychic reading, right? This is, this can give you an explanation about why it's happening. Right. That's. So, Heather,
0: that's can, the- can I ask you a question before we dive into this topic, just because we have a lot of people that are a part of like the round table that are really just starting to explore their gifts how mm-hmm. was it for you when you were first becoming aware of these gifts? If you just like real quick, like that experience of growing into this beautiful gift that you have.
3: Um, why, thank you for calling it that, first of all. Uh, right. <laughs> not everybody feels that way.
0: <laughs> I absolutely do. Um, uh,
3: I, well, I always, when people always ask me, like, when did you know? I always say when I realize other people didn't. Where mm. other people were not as in tune, because I believe we all have a certain level of it. It's actually how it's a good part of human uh, survival that we have intu- intuition and we can read into things. But we are not in this time in our lives and for many years of maybe a few thousand ever raised in an area in which they say, let's wait to see what your strengths are. And then that's the job you get. We're Mm. always geared towards a certain way to behave a certain way. And it cuts off of our intuition. It's don't listen to your gut. Listen to me. That's how we raise children. Mm -hmm. And to some extent we have to do that. Right. We have to Uh do that to some extent. Um, it's interesting, this, this topic always comes up and it always leads into things and interesting. You mentioned James that, you know, you're in recovery. And when it's, oh, it's interesting to me, the past life things that go on to bring us into a life that is present, and the minute I know what the past life is, I'm like, oh, there is addiction that is coming through for that person. It always, always comes through in that connectivity because the energy is so uh, specific. Okay. That's, I want to mm-hmm. ask you, Heather. I want to ask you actually because, james I, i've always I, i've known that i've had this my whole life just to answer okay. i didn't realize i really didn't answer your question i kind of went
0: around I love <laughs> no,
3: perfect. Oh. Y-
1: you always have a way of like um saying things very uniquely in a way that i haven't heard it and it gives me a new you. understanding so that is one of your gifts that not everyone
3: has as well oh, thank, just you. So- <laughs> thank you so much you made my day
0: and it <laughs> so, is the, it is a gift heather it's a
3: Yes, I I realize that sometimes, sometimes it doesn't feel like it. But yeah, usually, yes, I, I I do feel that way myself.
1: So I think it kind of confused me and blew my mind at the same time when people explained or someone explained that things are kind of happening at the same time that it's like really our human understanding of time and the concept of time that sometimes things are going on simultaneously. And I just wanted to hear your perspective on that.
3: Well, it's interesting because somebody asked me, one of my students, I teach this work, and one of my students asked me recently, like they talked about deja vu, right? And she's like, but there seems to be two kinds of deja vu, which I thought was a really, really great way of explaining it. She said, well, there are moments when you're, you know, when you're like talking to somebody and you're like, oh, we totally had this conversation before, right? We always have those. And then there's the... I was on vacation, and I was walking down the street in the city I'd never been to before, and I knew I had been there, right? I knew where I was going. It felt familiar. I felt that I had come home, and yet maybe you were not even in a place that spoke your language, which are two very different experiences of of time, right? One is 100% past life, the walking down the street, right? And being someplace and being like, I know I have been here before, you know, and it's more obvious in places that are very old, you know, we usually don't have that moment in like Mall of America, but we do have it like, say, you get to go to Europe and you walk down an old street or even somewhere colonial, like we can, we feel that or even walking through the woods somewhere, you know, and one woods could look no different than any other, but you know, you have been there, right? It's very past life driven. The other one, which is what you brought up, it, in the way I read it. And, and you know, we could have, we could have 25 psychic mediums here, and we'll have very different explanations for certain details of past lives, but it's just how I do it. It most definitely is almost like a folding of time. For me, when I read and somebody has that sort of moment of, I know I've been we've had this conversation before, I did this, I did that, and I know I've seen it before. It is that everything's happening, and that because the dimensions of who we are, and as you know, Ashley, I'm very much grounded in science. Like I don't have a religious background. I believe everything I do is scientific. We don't just know the links yet wow. together. Mm-hmm. We don't allow ourselves to learn the links yet, usually. But it really it really does have to I mean every dimension is like right next to each other. You know, so even when people are like, you mean, is there a spirit with me now? I'm like, there's never not spirits around people like the room is always crowded. (laughs) Right. So when we have those moments, it is sort of a folding of time. There's something else going on at the same time at all times. And it's in angles and there are fractals and reflections and all those things. And so we get a glimpse of it in that moment.
0: That makes well, sense. Just, <laughs> yeah. it I'm just, just yeah, it, it totally clarified. <laughs> it totally clarified a lot for me, Heather. I actually was having an experience where I was at a viewing for a friend that passed away, and I remember I was trying to console the person next to me, and it was almost like the words I was saying in that very moment. I'd like, I've said this before. And I've been in this exact experience yeah. before and I get that that's probably parallel. Like it's dimensions are very similar to one another simultaneously, I guess. Yeah. Cause it felt like I, I knew the words I was going to say them. I had said them before. So it's, thank you for the clarity on that. Kind of just and also, blew my mind a little bit.
3: Away. I'm sorry. There's a little bit of lag. I'm trying no. to dance around it a little bit. Um, also when, and when we are in the presence, when somebody passes, you know, it's not just that it's an emotional moment for you, because we we know the obvious pen on paper description of loss, right? And we're sad, right? And we're we're kind of only given that we're not even given room for grief in the way we should, because there's no, there's no law with grief, right? None. Mm -hmm. But when we when we're around this moment of somebody passing, it means the energy in your life shifted. It's literally energy moving and, and, and all that entails. And because we are all literally made up of the same damn DNA, it shifts everybody. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That on that. <laughs> I am
0: literally tripping out in my head right now, so thank you for that.
3: <laughs> Anytime, really,
0: <laughs> you're, you're one of those people, one of the guests that I just kind of get hypnotized by listening to that I forget I'm supposed to interact. So, sorry, <laughs> but you're like blowing me away right
4: now.
3: I take that as a compliment. <laughs>
4: it, it is.
1: So, Heather, I think that what I'm hearing is that you don't necessarily like say i'm going to do a past life reading but you kind of dive into the person i know readings with you will kind of like start with the body and sort of the medical mm-hmm. side of it and like i remember a time where i started to ask certain questions or times where you would just bring in the information about well there's this and this is linked to a past life and this is the things that you said and decided upon when you wanted to come into this life you had you know these specific requests this time and so i remember it kind of flowing in like i don't know that i when to use specifically for it. But I just am, um, I think that there are going to be people that are going to hear this, that are going to be curious, or they're going to want to know how it works. So for you, it kind of flows in, it sounds like you don't necessarily just do what you would call like past life only kind of
3: reading. Well, what I what I think is important in reading, when, when I do my readings, for whatever reason, I was given the opportunity to do readings this way, if you're going to be doing a past life regression or past life anything, and people can say, "Can you read some past lives for me in the middle of a reading?" I'm like, "Sure," because when I'm in, I'm in, you know. When the reading starts, there's nothing else going on; it's just me, and I can ask for it, and it will be given to me. Um, mm. The thing is about past lives. It's when when you want to learn about that, and when I was listening to Solange earlier. She went into it because she realized it was something in her life that really like you could walk Some people are like, I'm afraid of frogs. I don't care. You know, I live in the middle of New York city. I'll never see a frog. It doesn't matter to me. I can go about my life. But, but Solange was like, I want to take care of this. It bothers me. I don't, I don't want to have to live this with this anymore. Right. When it comes up in a reading without me asking for it, as I was saying earlier, it's because we can have this information and either, and either like get it off our shoulders because we are constantly, I mean, how civilization has gone is that perfection is this driven thing. It's one of the reasons why I always have an issue with the wellness industry and most people that are in it because it's, it's as gold it's as perfection. And we're messy beings, we're animals and mm. we need to be kind, but we don't need to be perfect. You know, yeah. we're always uncomfortable. We're, who would be uncomfortable with the way they look, right? But yet it's all we think about. We all, any of us think about on somebody else, on us, on something, right? Look how we dress, blah, blah, blah. So when somebody is sort of looking at that, it comes in because it's meant to help. It's meant to sort of say, so it's like, I have such a problem with my son, right? I get that a lot. We don't get along. And there, and inevitably, two things will come up if one of them is past life. First thing I say is, what trauma happened to you when, your son, when you were the age your son is now? Right? Because psychologically, we all react when our child becomes the age in which we've been through trauma. Mm. Fascinating. Right? All parents have to know that. That's the first thing. The second thing I say is always... Let me see what's going on past life wise and I'm like, "You know what? <laughs> he was your mother. No wonder you got a problem." <laughs> you know, or something like that, or you guys were a battle. I could see it. You know, this is where you were. You were a man, he was a man. You were soldiers. This is what happened. You know, there were there are a million things that can happen, but once you get that information, it always comes in past life for me in my readings past life with an actual i want to say more more this life appropriate so you can sort of say oh my god we have this past thing we came into life with together and that kind of gets a lot off your shoulders cuz you're like there's nothing i can do about it i know this thing happened let me get rid of that edge Right? And when our edges soften, so many more things are possible. And then, of course, there's just like the, the common thing of like, oh, crap, when I was his age, I went through this, this and this and seeing him at that age makes me uncomfortable. And that and that's, you know, we we and it doesn't have to be just your your son. But I'm just saying there's a million dynamics between people like why certain people get along and other people don't why we think certain things are funny and other people don't. These are things about human dynamics that, that we have to deal with every day. And it always comes up in psychic readings mm. of any kind. Yeah. So I'm going to have Solange actually drop your links
1: in the comments. I'm going to put them in the show notes. I know we have my three. That's she's waiting in the background. So I don't want to leave her hanging out too much because I know James and I will just get lost in conversation <laughs> and be like, well, why this? What, if, what about this? Uh, <laughs> Is there any other uh, final thing, James? I feel like he has something else for him that
0: he wants to ask. No, I really like, this is just like plant medicine where I'm just like, I'm like imagining a heather coming out when I'm obsessing over how I look and being like, look, <laughs> we're animals. We're not super
3: so perfect. So like, <laughs> I, I love that. And well, I, all the things you call me when I get obsessed with the way I look and we can talk about Because <laughs> I'm still a human no, being, you- a mess, right?
0: But I, I love that you're, you're, you're science-based because I look a lot at the science of of happiness as well. I believe science and spirituality can intertwine with one another. And I also love what you have to say about the wellness community where, you know, being well doesn't mean we have to be perfect. And that's kind of what the roundtable is about. Like, come messy. You know, come fucked up looking. Come say the wrong thing. Like, everyone welcome. So thank you for feeling like we can all just spread our wings and be messy. I, I I'm very appreciative of you, Heather. Right,
3: thank you, James. I'm appreciative of you too. This has been such a fun moment. This is great.
1: Thank you, Heather. I'll see you <laughs> sure. soon. Okay. We great just great. Stopped... Bye. We just stopped all of her links, you guys, um she does these like really amazing daily reads that are like her photos are like always eclectic and it like talks about what the energy is and so make sure that you guys follow her um on I feel like Instagram is the thing that I see the most for her. So all of it is in the comments. So I'm going to bring in my three. And I just wanted to show you that I wrote it down on a piece of paper because I was really afraid that I was going to forget how to phonetically say it. So
4: (laughs) I have my reminder. (laughs) You said it beautifully.
1: (laughs) I (laughs) I wanted you to talk about the things that you do, but I know that we connected because you were like, I'm a holistic psychotherapist, which I was like, ooh, very intrigued by that. And then you also do like past life um, regression uh, types of therapies with people as well, among the many different things. Like, as soon as I was reading that she's like basically liberating people from the patriarchy, I was like, yes, like we need to bring her nice. in. I'm <laughs> so about her. Though. <laughs> <laughs> introduce like just a little bit more about how you're connected to this past life topic.
4: Yes. Well, so I'm from India. So their past lives are just passé. They're very. It was just understood that we we float in for a bit, and then we float out for a bit, and then we will float back in for another bit. So that we're just on this eternal cycle. So it's 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 very much part of how I think and how I approach healing in general, um, because everything is um, on the perspective and the basis of the soul. So. Our souls are here to to learn, to grow, to experience, to evolve, and there's no experience that's better than another. You know, and I think mm. this echoes previous conversation of perfection that we think this is the ideal life, and this is where somebody sort of has it, and this is a life where somebody's learning. But no, the soul wants to experience both sides and all sides, so that it can have. different experiences and so you know that speaks to the duality of of reality that you know one one life will be happy but then the other life will know sadness one life will be powerful another life will know powerlessness and so it's this exquisite dance through the life of a soul that we are continuously evolving and experiencing and so with past lives, um, the way the soul um, operates is the soul focuses on particular aspects to learn through a set of lifetimes. So we, we, earth is a school. So we, we learn different things and um, our learnings happen over a course of lifetimes. So for example, if we want to learn power or if we want to learn um, abundance or if we want to learn love of of a particular form like maternal love or, you know, sibling love or romantic love, it takes lifetimes to learn this. So I think we need to really be easy on ourselves that we can't have it all. <laughs> you know, we cannot have it all. <laughs> it's impossible. We can't have it all in one lifetime. We can have a little bit here and then a little bit there, and then we won't have this there. So it's, we keep flowing through, having different things and learning different things. And so, but most people come in th- to past lives, one, to heal something. It could be physical. It could be a relationship. It could be emotional. Um, and the other set of people come in wanting to know their soul purpose. You know, why am I here? What am I supposed to do? What are my gifts? Um, and it's, it's just, it's always been fascinating to me because, you know, being a therapist, I've worked as a therapist. But once I started doing past life regressions, I felt like the room of my, the ceiling of my office would just open up. And it would just be this portal, this magic portal where, you know, not just me, but this other person's soul and, of course, spirits and guides would be in the room. And there would be this palpable energy of what I will call magic, but it's really soul, um, this higher spiritual vibration. That's mm-hmm. coming in to inform, not just inform the client, but to have the client experience their soul so that they know how beautiful they are, so that they know how amazing and incredible and vast they are, and to um to connect with this quantum field, you know, the, mm-hmm. the spiritual field. And so um it becomes this this place which um your previous guest was talked about where you can where the client can experience different aspects of different lifetimes
1: so oh I know you want to ask but before this just because I know it's a kind of like how Heather was talking about she's seeing it and providing it would you say that what you're doing is pulling it through in the same way or is the client going into a certain state and pulling it through for themselves
4: yeah I'm not doing a reading yeah um, the way yeah I'm because for me, the client needs to have the experience. And because in the experience, the transformation happens. Now, when the client experiences, um, let's say, a past life of poverty or a past mm-hmm. life of being a dancer, you know, it's, then she's, she's tangibly, those energies reawaken in her. And it's, it's, a, it's an embodied, it's a mind, body, spirit knowing that she comes away with and um in that the transformations happen sometimes you know because of the mind body spirit connection sometimes people will come in with a physical illness you know somebody will have a throat issue um they could they could be so potentially they could have been strangled or beheaded you know and so when you when they go back to that lifetime whatever that lifetime is centuries ago when they actually go through that experience, they're not actually experiencing the pain of being beheaded, but they, they see it um, uh, like a movie. People experience past lives in different ways. They see it, they experience it as knowing, they experience it as a a vision or sometimes just an emotional feeling, but they know it just as you and I know where we are today. It's, it's very tangible. It's very, it's, it's undoubtable. And so, you know, once they go through that feeling of beheadedness, the blocks can clear. And that's the difference between a reading and an actual regression. Um, you know, so it's, it's the blocks can clear and um, <laughs> something does open up in this mm. lifetime.
0: God, the minute you started speaking, like, it, it, I don't know what it was, it gave me like almost a trance like feeling, but I, I did want to ask you about there's a, a, a session in a journey of souls that really stood out to me. And I kind of want to ask you about this theory. Uh, I'm going to kind of script the story a little bit in it, but in it, this guy's in his hypnotic hypnosis, whatever that stage is. And it's this very arrogant womanizing man. And he's in this state and he makes contact with what is our soul And the soul is relaying back that he's kind of given up on this body form. That there's such a disconnect that the soul's almost waiting for this individual, the shell, to die. Do you remember that story, Ashley? And he's kind of he's in contact with the soul, and the man is so in his mind, in his human mind, and is so all about like money and stature, and he's he's an alcoholic. He's full of booze. He's disconnected from his soul, and the soul is kind of waiting for this the shell to die so it can transport into the next experience and i was kind of wondering about your theory about people that are so disconnected from their soul that it's almost a zombie-like state because i kind of i kind of feel like i see a lot of people currently either awakening or going into like this kind of zombie existence do you have any thoughts on that
4: (laughs) I have so many thoughts on that and there's so many questions in there and we could go into all kinds of <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know we are always part of our soul if we' are, if we, if we were truly disconnected from our soul we wouldn't be alive we couldn't mm-hmm. be alive because that is our the 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 light line that is um, connected to us that's that's our lifeline a soul line um and having said that there are young souls and there are souls going through a whole process of growth all the way from youthful souls to older souls. And generally, the more, the older you get, because you've lived multiple life experiences, there is a maturity, there's a soul maturity, just like emotional maturity um, that develops. And so there's a different way of being and relating and engaging with life. Um, So that, maybe that answers the uh, but, you know, I don't know that specific situation, but it could be that, um, you know, sometimes there are lessons to be learned in each life. I don't know what that particular person was going through, mm-hmm. but, you know, it might be that there's a there's a completion of whatever that person needed to learn. And then it's like ready to go to the next level or the next graduation, so to speak. Um, and also, you know, there are, I mean, if you're talking about now specifically, I mean, that's a whole other con- theory that I could go into about where we are now in the world. And I don't know if this is the forum for that. Um, but oh, yeah, it, is. Oh, but it is. is. You don't have to is do it, it right now.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> but okay. yeah, I mean, whatever you're inspired to share, we're open to yeah, hearing I all. mean, there is this kind of polar polarization that's happening, right? And I, I remember when I was um, almost when I was finishing my exams to become a psychotherapist um, and my intuition started opening up and I was just boom, just shown this, this vision of the earth splitting, like literally becoming two and one was going in a different direction and um, the other was, was separating and that, you know, people were going to also separate. there was going to be that there was going to be the separation and that part of my work was helping people move from from this to, to that dimension. So mm-hmm. I think what we're experiencing is part of that that there is this you know some people are ready to to awaken and move on and then there are others that they are where they are and there is no judgment but um, that maybe there is a different um, plane, of existence, another realm that they will be on um, while earth and mother earth, because she's, she's shaking it off. You know, she's going, she's gone to her next level. And so part of all of these upheavals is who's ready to get on that boat. Mm Oh
0: my gosh. I love it. Gosh, I love you.
1: (laughs) So I, it's funny because James and I totally read something, that was worded differently, but was very much what you described right now. And um, it, it's makes me remember this imagery that's always come in for me of being this bridge for people that helps people. And so I've, and I've always known that there's so many different bridges and so many different kinds of ways to um, maybe go through that, that experience that you're naming. And so it seems like you had a vision and, and I hear it, it explained just in different words, but that same energy of sort of going from one place to another. And, um, and I think that people set up sort of in between lives, sort of like who are going to be those teachers or those guides for them. So that when it's time for that to happen, um, it kind of feels like there's many of us that kind of agreed to come in for this role. So like for Heather, it was like reminding them readings, remind people of what they already know. It just gives them that confirmation so that they fucking trust it. And for you, it's when they need to like heal it and be in that frequency and vibration and experience it now in this body so that they can complete that cycle or uh, maybe have kind of the trust or the healing to to sort of up level their frequency. Am I getting that right i haven't i'm not as eloquent as you but am i getting most of that
4: right no absolutely absolutely and you know we're all of us are here undoubtedly with with purpose there's no mistake there's no accident that all of us are here on this planet at this time our souls chose to be here
3: Mm.
4: and um you know there's a there's a powerful not a story but a a, uh information that's a, a call went out into the universe. Who are the souls who want to be here at this time? And as you said so rightly, a lot of teachers, a lot of guides, a lot of people who are wanting to support this ascension process are here. So that's that's us, you know so that's that's what you guys are doing, and that's what Heather is doing, and that's what I'm doing, and so many, so many, so many millions others are also doing. And every bit of it is important. Yes, absolutely. The reading of her soul, the actual regression of soul. There's so many angles to environment, to, um, sorry, to transformation, but they're all important.
0: I just love, to full disclosure, we were, we were stalking you on the internet a little bit before. And Ashley, I told (laughs) you about your dirty mouth when she was going to be on. You had to go and cuss in front of her. James so, uh, said,
1: "I think she's too eloquent." He's like, "She's very,"
0: bad.
1: and he and, and we were like listening to these peaceful podcasts, with they're like, "Hello, welcome today," and it had this peaceful music. Um, and he's like, "I am so about her." He's like, "I don't know what she's how she's gonna feel about us saying the word fuck as we're discussing just- <laughs> And I'm like, "You know, we'll let her, we'll let her decide. Let's not
0: make assumptions." <laughs> i, I was aside, like you're you're your work is amazing. I love listening to your stories. Like, like, honestly, like you have this transfixing quality about you. Like you Mm -hmm. definitely have just taught me a lot in this little segment. So thank you so much for that.
4: Thank you. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure to be with both of you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And all, all words, all vocabularies, all languages are welcome. (laughs) thank you well we're gonna drop
1: all your links in the comments right now so that people can connect with you and all the things that you do and offer we'll put it in our show notes and I really hope that you'll come regarding like liberating us from patriarchy or ascension another topic that I just want to build an entire episode around because I just want to hear more and more (laughs) from you and I'm sure everyone else does as well so thank you thank you so much for being here tonight. I'd love to. Thank you both.
0: Thank you so much. Be well. Thank, thank <laughs> Bye. you.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: You and your dirty mouth. We almost <laughs> pulled it off. We were almost eloquent. You just have to be dirty. But I,
1: we- I felt like I just really wanted to. I don't know. I, sometimes it's just fun to mix it up, and I'm not gonna. I, I literally had in my own like therapy session. The other day that I was like, yeah, I just have made this choice now that I'm just going to be me and that I'm not going to shape myself anymore, like to try to get certain reactions from people. I'm like, I just don't think I'm doing that anymore. And so this is a part of it of saying the word fuck and like calling out that i have to have post-it notes to remember how to say people's names correctly it's all part of that you
0: know i'm fucking with you right because you know like even when i try to like i'll be like (laughs) giving like a a beautiful skin fucking fuck fuck it just comes out of me so but but wow those two like you know i feel like i already know heather because you know i've listened to a lot of heather but wow she just blew me how do you say her name again because i'll I'll fuck that up too. How, yeah.
1: How, my, three, my three, my three.
0: Gosh, why mm-hmm. can't we have beautiful names like that? But those two just really blew me away. What'd you think?
1: I loved experiencing like different aspects on the same topics. And, mm-hmm. um, because I do feel like it was just sort of like different windows or portals into seeing the same thing and to understand, um, how we might experience it coming through in different ways, because I know that I've um, shortly after it's funny, like Heather did a reading where at the end I asked her about our past lives. And Mm -hmm. then I like played part of that back for you. And she was talking Mm -hmm. about how like we were romantically together in many lives that like we were lesbians and other lives together. And it was like all these different things. And she's like, and sometimes you just come in and kind of have these quick like little sort of guest appearances, you always check in on each other in those lives, you guys have that sort of relationship. And so I remember shortly after that, that I was in kind of that state between sleep, like where you're not sure kind of how Solange was describing. And I started to get these kind of full on glimpses, because she sort of like, sort of uh, almost like plugged me into it. I don't know how to describe it exactly. But it was almost like as if I could then access it. And see it and then um Wait. and I was having a lot of different dreams where I was like oh there was this conversation I saw this event that happened I know Wait you want to minute, something minute. dirty go ahead and say it go ahead
0: so are you telling me you used all that beautiful information Heather gave you to have lesbian wet dreams about us <laughs> so <laughs> that's what you took away from everything you gave you <laughs> You were having nasty <laughs> dreams about you and I as a lesbian cuff. I'm just embarrassed <laughs> for you, quite frankly. <laughs> this yeah. is
1: kind of us and our conversations. I feel like this, this is a window into our relationship and our friendship yes. right now. <laughs> I'm trying to have a spirit
0: for discussing and she's having lesbian fantasies about with me.
1: <laughs> and Solange is just she always says that we always <laughs> before every episode ends. We have to go in some sort of like dirty detour. That's, that's we're gonna just make it a fucking right. segment.
0: <laughs> I kind of wanted to, to broach on something you and I were talking about last time we saw each other. To kind of like, I want to kind of talk about not this next upcoming show, but uh, the show after that, and kind of like be open about the discussion you and I were having. How do you feel about that? Is that too much?
1: No, go for it.
0: So you know, our we have the Hallow's Eve show coming up, which I'm super excited about, and then the following Friday will be two days after the election. and I personally have a lot of feels about it. Um, I, I myself am going through some anxieties and some spiritual growth myself, and Ashley and I were really trying to talk about what we should be discussing two days after the election because we really don't know which way we're gonna go it's gonna go at this point and either way i really believe we're gonna be in a different america and trying to discuss if we should talk about you know i was throwing up things like blanket like hope and rebuilding and ash is like well we probably should get more specific than that and just i just wanted to talk about my general feelings about the coming weeks and how i hope that we all Treat each other with respect and love, because last night you know listening to my neighbors after the debate it it hurt my soul it really did hurt my soul to hear that kind of talk and that kind of despairing remarks about other individuals, regardless of what political field you are on or thinking it it really hurt my soul, so I just want to be very open about that that you know the round table I'd love to hear what you guys want to talk about two days after the election. Any thoughts on that, Ashley?
1: Well, I know that sometimes I struggle with it because it's kind of like, it's sort of like I have different interesting perspectives of how things are playing out. And it was sort of like, yes, it's sort of like 3D kind of wise, it's important. But then I was like, well, I'm kind of connected with that, like what's going on and how it's playing out, that there's kind of this undoing of systems and that it doesn't necessarily matter. And while I like know that that is It's sort of like not naming how I will vote, but it's hard sometimes for me to express that um, when I kind of have um, sort of one intuitive kind of spiritual kind of 5D view of something and then me kind of here as Ashley and sort of making a choice. And I feel like sometimes it's hard for me to express that in correct terms, like to you, like even with us, like being best friends, because it's just like, well, I support people I support love like I mean I don't really it's sort of like I feel like politics in general is kind of like a sort of a thing to distract people from thinking about the deeper things and so it's all kind of fucking like I don't know just sort of a strange thing it's a strange thing for me to be connected to sort of what I see playing out here in the coming months and years and then to know that's there and it's like it's hard for me to I guess like have both sometimes. And I I don't know if anyone else ever feels that way of being connected with both. Does it mean that I'm like not going to vote? Like, no, like I'm going to vote like sort of aligned with Ashley's values of the candidate that's supporting my gay friends, my transgender friends. Like I'm going to follow my values here as Ashley. Right. But it's sort of like, um, I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it other than that. It's really hard to, to mesh sort of those, those two things together at times and to experience both it both ways.
0: Well, I, I ac- actually absolutely get what you're talking about. Cause if you remember like in our, our first podcast when we we're talking about when they don't agree during the whole yeah. civil uprising, I, for a long time felt that like, Oh, I'm going to stay away from that and I'm above this, I'm on the spiritual realm. And you are really the person that awoke the activists in me. And mm-hmm. so I, I do have that duality of like, I'm a free spirit and nothing's going to hold me down. And like a, a conversation with my sponsor was like, even in a dictatorship, I need to be a free spirit. Even if it goes the, completely that way, I'm a free spirit. But at the yeah. same note, like I do need to remain true to my, my body experience. My earth experience is a gay man who believes yeah. in everyone having equal. rights. So it is a very huge duality of being like, not part of this whole experience politics are absolutely a distraction they are kind of ridiculous and then also being the activist it's like fuck no you know i'm gonna fight fight for women's rights i'm gonna fight for you know equality i'm gonna fight for all that so i totally get that i just wanted to be open about like an interesting conversation to see if anyone had any great ideas of how to kind of meld that two days after the election because it is a time of interesting energy shall we say
1: mm-hmm yeah so were we talking about well I think we decided to leave it open-ended just to kind of mm-hmm. see I think that what our choice was is that we don't know exactly what that November 6th conversation is going to be because what felt right is for us to just kind of feel into it and then to decide what wanted to be brought through what felt right at that given time yeah um yeah and honestly like it's hard for me to even like share that and be that honest that I feel both ways because my assumption is that not everyone listening will understand and be connected with the same kind of way that I see humanity going and that but I also like am sharing what's true because I know that there's probably other people that feel conflicted because they are connected with both right so I'm just gonna share it because fuck like what else am I going to share other than my truth
0: well well, well, that's why I brought it up because I do think a lot of people are feeling what both of us are feeling me feeling like I I do need to be grounded right now and be an activist and you feeling like more like oh this is kind of fucking ridiculous and I'm you know and that that pool in between so I think it is something Mm -hmm. for people that are spiritually inclined a lot of them are really feeling that and I think it is yeah. a topic that we should, you know, talk about, like feeling like I'm not part of this earth bullshit, but fuck, you know, this change in awakening is <laughs> unpredictable and it's just ever shifting right now. So that's all mm-hmm. on that. Just one a little tangent about that.
1: I pulled this card before we started and we actually started to talk about the earth. And, and, um, so I feel like we should just read this.
0: Yeah. To is that
1: off. No, this is the shaman, uh, Deck, the mystical shaman deck. Ah. Um, okay, so it says um the essence, earth represents the gift of life. The symbol on this card refers to the body of the planet Earth, the human body and nature herself. We're reminded by this symbol that all creatures are born of the earth and human beings are the stewards of life on this planet. It refers to what we make it, um, wait, wait, wait. It refers to what we make of it, our health, wealth, security, grounding, um, solidity and stability. It reminds us that the world of form is a gift from spirit and needs to be treated with respect. The invitation, when earth symbol appears, it represents a need to focus on reverence and appreciation for the natural gifts that are coming to you now and always. The concrete world you inhabit is there by grace of spirit and you are part of it. Much can be accomplished now when you focus on compassionate, reverent service to the world. If you act with integrity, gratitude, and humility, you will find yourself more prosperous than you can imagine. Success is assured when the Earth card appears as an invitation.
0: Mm, that's a perfect mm-hmm. way to end this one, my friend.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, thanks everybody for being here. We are doing our All Hallows Eve, um, this podcast party. We decided it's called um, so. It's the day before Halloween, so Friday the 30th, a week from today. And we said that traditionally, like when you researched it, because that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's your role as a researcher, that's your role, is that people do like readings for each other and the veil is thinner between kind of form and, and, and spirit that day. And so I'll be doing some readings, which usually I don't do in this format. This will be the first. Um, And then we're connecting with a medium. Um, I think Susan Grau is like, I'm trying to lock her in because she's fucking amazing. And she's done a few different um, mediumship readings. And so we're bringing in a medium because we're wanting to give you guys like an interactive experience um, on that day because it's, it's a fucking celebration. So (laughs) why not? So it's going to be very different next week. Um, Anything else, my dear?
0: Uh, just throw up that last comment. That made my heart smile. This one? Yeah. Let's think, well, Please. thank you. For, I, uh, thank you for everyone listening. And uh, again, I hope this can be a conversation where anyone else has ideas. Please find us on Spotify. Please join our Facebook group. Not necessarily about the numbers so we can engage in conversations that like you mm-hmm. feel like you can't have with, you know, other people, you know, that's, primarily the purpose of us creating this little podcast is we want to have those conversations that everyone else finds too freaky deaky and you can mm-hmm. say fuck and you can smoke weed <laughs> and you it or whatever you want, but that's the whole purpose of it. So thank you for everyone and much love.
1: Bye everybody. Have a good weekend. Bye.